are you? Hi. Great to see you, honey. Good to meet you. Uh, what do you think of the... Oh, it's... A, I mean, joy. look at the... I know you're out there. I can smell cow vagina was everything that just brought me in. You know, Love it that, all. You know what that's from? What is it from? Well, first of all, this is called Club Random because everything in here is so random. It is, but it goes. You know, the ma- <laughs> well, yeah. It's like everything that didn't fit in my real house right. wound up here. And then at some point, like, I've had this place for, like, almost 20 years. It became, like, a club random. Yeah. But that's, that's funny from you a say movie. that because, like, there is... I, I know I was mentioning to, like, your producers that there's a lot of little idioms inside of this place that I actually own. Like, this... I have fake. producers? <laughs> what is, well, what are there's they news to me. Uh, I thought I was just coming... You know, I live next door, right? Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. telling me. Did you get a drink? Yeah. Or you have a drink? Yeah. I'm doing a sulfate-free red wine. You what? Sulfate-free red wine. It's organic. Sulfate-free. Yeah, I just learned that um, sulfates in the wine is what causes those wine hangovers. I mean, I'm always sympathetic to health stuff. I'm very health conscious. Really? Oh, fuck. I I mean, like, even this, (laughs) as I pick up a bottle of fucking But you do have the Mountain Valley water. Very. Very health conscious Stevie, yes. I'm sympathetic, certainly. <clears throat> always to anything that like oh could this improve my health and uh, you know maybe sulfates in the wine it also sounds like something that could have just been made up by a bunch of chicks on the west side exactly i, I mean, mean it's just a white it sounds it's it sounds very white <laughs> like who has to know i mean i was just reading something like not that the whites about, are bad people we, we, know, we've we're done very fine things <laughs> but no i was just like reading something yesterday about beeswax candles and apparently they're natural, the, the, the nature's natural air purifier, because they release negative ions that link to air pollutants. But who's, who's to know? Maybe the white just You made know that, that people are listening to this and saying, these fucking Californians. Exactly, exactly. You remember that sketch in SNL, the Californians? I do, that I do. Was, I, I mean, and I've always been a booster of California. Like, I, they always hated me in the New York press because I was like, no, I like California. Yeah. Like, you, greatest city in the world for you. Yeah. <laughs> Not for me. Are you, you from know? California? No. I'm Where? from New York. Oh, okay. That's why okay. they, you know, that's pissed off about it because most people moved here and they were like, <clears throat> oh, I miss the intellectual climate and I miss the artistic climate. And I was just like, what about the climate climate? Yeah, <laughs> you I know. know. Like, as soon as I moved out here, I was like, oh, it's January. And I'm like not freezing. And I'm laying by the you pool. Had me I'm at... getting my vitamin D. How long have you been in LA? 1983. I was 27. I had just done two Tonight shows. So I was like, that's what we did. It was like, time to move to California. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, the and, wait. So how did you, you know, get on the Tonight show? You know, you're a funny comic in the clubs and they oh, come okay. scout and, you know, I mean, they're aware of. It's their business. When I was a kid, there was like only like a few new comics a year. There was mm-hmm. not like very often. Then when I, just when I got into it, every idiot who ever like told a joke mm-hmm. wanted to be. So it was kind of like getting into a marathon where you have to wait for, you know, a lot of the people who are going to be puking on the side of the road. Right. To like, you know, <laughs> it was very crowded field. I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah. So no, there was a million sure. comics, but they would still come into the clubs and they would see, and you know, you could tell who was, you know, going somewhere usually. Yeah, totally. And then you'd go on with Johnny Carson and be like the biggest thing in the world. You're, you know, bar mitzvah as a yeah. show business person. And <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he'd give you the old, 
Right. So, like, here we go. <laughs> We're making now, it happen. Which, now they made into a white power symbol. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it really is, but they say that. that, that this they is... say that is. And what's funny is that um, in, like, social media, TikTok culture, this, if you do this symbol somewhere when somebody's taking a picture, it's like, oh, I got you. I owe right. you a punch. That's what I... <laughs> So you like, it's like a game. And then like shortly after that, it became a white That's power hysteric. symbol. So like, I know a lot of my friends were doing that, got attacked. It was a whole thing. But I didn't know you you started as a stand-up comic. Well, Johnny Carson must have been in the clan because he was always going, you oh know. God. And you, you wanted that so badly, you know, just oh. to get the old approval. The approval. That, that's funny stuff. Yeah, but I, I also feel like this symbol started as the okay symbol. It is. And then it, it still is. Other it's not. They just made something up to like catch yeah. people. Right. Exactly. That's, I mean, after you've already been doing it, yeah, it's a whole. They wonder whole why, boost. you know, I, so many people these days are like, Bill, why are you so hard on the left these days? I'm like, I'm just as hard on the right. It's just that the left didn't used to do these things that make me go. Fuck off. Yeah. You know, like, mind your own business and just stop being such a busybody. Like, and now, now you're pulling. You know, right. right. Yeah. Like, stop being such an asshole about things. Why am I going on that game? And, like, where did this like, come from? Who started this, too? Because it's been happening for so long. Just like catching people at yeah. the guy on the Jeopardy. Did you see that? I... One of the guys who was, like... Oh, I think he won like three. I don't know. I don't watch Jeopardy. And why the media is like obsessed with this show. I mean, they cover it like it's national news. I, <laughs> yeah. This it blows my mind. Like, yeah, I know. It's, oh, whatever's going on on Jeopardy, it's like, I have to know. I mean, yeah, the demographic, <laughs> like the only demographic <laughs> like, I know that watches right. it religiously, my 90 year old grandmother. Right. So I'm like, who else are you reaching? No, and I love the concept because I love that there are people who still care about knowing things. And yeah. that should, that's a show about knowing things. Mm -hmm. My show's that way, too. Yeah. Anyway, but they're much more serious, and those people are geniuses. And the guy was like, I guess he won three weeks in a row or something. So he was just saying three, like the, the players do when they make a, a you know, a three-point shot. They had to make some sort of, you know, it's just a way to say, instead of, you, I guess you go that way or right. that way. And then they said he was doing that, and I think he was just saying I won three times. You know, oh, no. So they're I, making I it into that. Right. They made the Jeopardy oh, guy no. into the Klansman. Oh, God. And it's like... Yeah. At that just, point, fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm with you, Bill. I'm with you on that. Well, good. Because if you're not, you get thrown out of Club Random. I, I'm say it. <laughs> I know. My I will, here. I will get a bouncer over here. Oh, no, I love, like, I had no idea I'd ever be able to meet you. My my parents are a really big fan of your show. Well, they watch it every, every week. I always love to hear that. I'd be even more flattered if it was your grandmother because older people are generally wiser. Oh, yeah. So, because mm -hmm. they've lived longer. Mm -hmm. I hate to break it to you, kids. I know. So, like, know the fact there. that your parents, who I'm sure are, they seem to have raised a very... Very charming, erudite young lady. So um, I'm yeah, sure they're cool people. Yeah. They must be. They like me. Yeah, of course, of course. What are they going to think about this? I mean, I told my mom about it, and she was just like, who? Who are you? Oh, wow. Okay, well, um, let me know how it goes. And she just, like, really, like, didn't really believe it. She didn't really, I don't know. I think she just didn't believe it. I haven't told now, my dad yet. Your parents are, these are the parents you grew up with? Mm-hmm. 
I actually, fun fact, I just turned 30 and I just moved out of my parents' house like two years ago. On purpose? On purpose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that. You millennials, <laughs> you love your old, your parents. You're like, hey, because my best who else, who else is going to buy saran wrap? I mean, that's just such like a <laughs> random small task that I always forget. They do my laundry. I can focus on my career. Right. Come back. Well, it's just there's salmon on the table. Called adulting. I know. You're yeah. adulting. So you moved out to California. Alone? Wait, wait, wait. No, we're going back to your parents. Okay. First. Okay. <laughs> because they're the ones who love me. Yeah. So I love them. Well, I love you too. Oh, good. <laughs> well, you probably do because your parents, you know, mm -hmm. like, so you're, they're obviously very smart people. People with great taste. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and they stayed together as a, as a family unit all this yeah, whole time? Yeah, I mean, they're still that's together. Very, that's rare. In very rare, world. but also I would always see them together while watching your show. So maybe you are wow. the reason that my parents are still kicking. Yes, I bring people together. Yeah, that's there you what go. I do. I give, I give, I give. And then what do I do? I give a little more. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's cute. So they watch me together. <laughs> and do they argue about it or do they agree about it? Oh, they agree. They laugh. My oh, mom scratches my dad's back. Everybody's having a great time. I thought you were going to say his balls. <laughs> but this is good, too. I'll take what I, I can. Like, oh, my God. Oh, rough. Imagining that. Sorry, I'm very visual and I just watch that happen. You don't think your mother still scratches your father's balls? I hope not. I really hope not. I Why? mean, there's Why would like, you hope not? You hate your it's, just, it's hard. I mean, I obviously <laughs> wish for love and people expressing their love, but when it's my parents, there's just something that triggers in the back of my throat that just makes me want to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I just want them to be happy, like all my fans. I want. Yeah. So they raised you right on me. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you, you feel like they raised you right? I mean, I do. I mean, I'm still kicking today. Um, <laughs> you're 30. What yeah, you, I'm what, still what, you expect to be dead at 28? I mean, <laughs> kicking. Or you're, like, I you're mean, kicking ass. You're yeah, doing really okay, good. What, put it right there. Yeah, kicking ass at yeah. 30. Uh, so yeah, I do think they raised you, me right. You did stuff with pe people I'm involved in. Attention. Attention. I mean, that's attention is. A, I'm always amazed that it's a underreported on company because it's so successful. So successful. And with millennials who want to know what the fuck is up, mm -hmm. it's huge. Yeah. They get anybody, Matthew Siegel, who's my great friend, been here at a club random many times and he founded it and ran it and um, they get anybody. Like Obama, can we interview you? Yes. Yeah, they Hillary. Obama. They, the, the people who are, you know, important and in the know know, oh, if I want to reach the millennial audience who are actually going to vote, yeah. You know, not the ones who are asleep in a ditch after being at Burning Man or something. The right, ones who are actually right, right, going right. to vote. This is where we got to, to, to reach them. Yeah, yeah. So for you I to be on there, which I think is a good, a real feather for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really loved working with them because, you know, we collabed on a lot of aspects about, like, just relatability within science and stuff. I have a science background. So right. I guess that's, you know... A, a good component of my parents. You're the hot scientist. You're like um, Dr. Christmas in the, you ever see the James Bond movie where, um, you know, Charlie Sheen's uh, ex-wife, I'm sorry, I'm, what's, what was? Denise Richards? Denise Richards. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, Denise yeah. Richards. Uh -huh. I forgot. Um, must be the uh, alcohol. But. Uh, <laughs> As you should. Yeah. You deserve it. You worked <laughs> But uh, she was like, 
Dr. I think their name was Dr. Christmas. Oh, okay, and it was in a show. It was a movie. It was oh, a James movie, Bond movie. movie. Okay. You know, it's yeah. one of the. He's, she was one of. This is back it's in the day when James yeah. and James Bond was allowed to like like fuck hot chicks. That's you know <laughs> now they completely pussified him. I mean, right. he, on this one, it's so it's so pathetic. He literally takes his girlfriend and her daughter on his mission to save the world. He practically stops off at Target to buy tampons on the way to the underground lair. No way. It's, yes, it's because that's what we. This is the woke world we live in. Right, right. But back in that day, Doctor Christmas and Denise Richards was yeah. hotter than the sun. Still, oh my gosh, still yeah. is. Oh yeah. And, uh, but also a brilliant scientist. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's just like you looked at her and went, that's not really possible, but yeah, like, I'll, no I'll go way. with it. That, you know, the, a brilliant scientist. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, no, I just, um, I don't know. I grew and up what in is a, your science? What's, well, I grew up in a small town and I really had no idea like what I'm doing now could even be profitable. You know, I would always think like, okay, yeah, the most money I can make uh, studying would definitely be a doctor. So I'm going to study to be a doctor. And um, I am, you know, more left-brained, I think. So science did come pretty easy for me. So I, I double majored in biology and chemistry and then to be, like, really competitive in that, uh, you know, field to be accepted to medical school, I did embryonic stem cell research. Wow. And so I was just really, really balls deep in it. <laughs> and, um, right, this is in college? Yeah, in college. Mm. And then um, always had a passion for it. And then... Yeah, I mean, after I graduated, I fell into, you know, what I'm doing now, but still, I'm really always watching TED Talks. I've heard a lot of, like, academic research, scientific research is bullshit. I mean, it's so much politics and, and, like, a lot of stuff that you cannot really trust what's in studies very often for a variety of corrupting reasons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much, like, I feel... A lot of articles on Google are just kind of paid for and false. Right. And there's like, I forget what it is, NHCI or something. There's there's some like website that actually has legit scientific studies. And apart from that, I really don't believe anything. There was a senator, I think it was Ron Wyden, who said, uh, if you write a big enough check, you can get any result you want. Absolutely. I totally so agree that was, with that. So that is your memory of it. Well, yeah, I totally, I totally agree with it. That's sad. But so now you play a hot scientist on TV. Yeah, and or, that's what I did a, in attention. <laughs> <laughs> and so we kind of just collabed on a series. Uh, we did a lot of, you know, skits and sketches that, you know, we collabed on and kind of targeted the millennial audience. And so that's how I got involved with them. Well, look, anything that can engage people, you know, because the distracting level of that fucking phone mm-hmm. it's just it's like try i mean i really feel like trying to get anything done mm-hmm. yes there are good aspects to it but basically <clears throat> i feel like the phone makes you a huge asshole yeah much more passive aggressive mm-hmm. and <laughs> you know you can do things anonymously and yeah. ghost people and it just all and the- then come up with an alibi easily yeah, it's a whole thing. And then also, like, disconnecting from reality, too. Like, my boyfriend does that a lot, where I'm like, hey, like, what do you think about this? And he's just like... <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, it's yeah. definitely what That's you're That's really gross. It's so right. <laughs> I hate that. Really? <laughs> I know. So what's, like, Who your screen time? Who is this guy time? who's looking at his phone while he's... <laughs> it's a good uh, point, Bill. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> Maybe we should uh, go to a therapy session right now. <laughs> oh, I wonder what your mom and dad are thinking now. I know. Now that we finally stopped talking about his ball. Oh, oh my okay. God. Why do you got to bring oh, yeah. it up Let's again, Bill? <laughs> you keep got to bring yeah. back that visual yeah, right. in my head. You're right. <laughs> I know five more times throughout this. I'm going to keep envisioning it. It's going to be a nightmare. Okay, that's the last time. I'm nightmares. But I'm tonight. still curious about your parents. So what do they do? So my mom, she's a film editor. Oh, she really? She edits movie trailers. Oh, wow. Um, and my dad, he owns a coffee shop. Your mom edits movie trailers. Mm-hmm. So she must appreciate the old inner world joke, you know, because there was a time when every comic in the world noticed that every trailer started with in, in a, a world. world. Exactly. And yeah, so yeah, like yeah. Every comic had a bit about that. Oh, totally. I don't remember any of them, but it's, it's so true. Yeah. So that's what she did. Yeah, so that's she what she did. She actually has a, a lot of those commercials that start with In a World. They all do. Yeah, that I've seen. That's yeah. so funny you say that. Wait, so how long okay. How long have you been in L.A.? Right. Still not done with your family. Okay, okay. Sorry, I've ADD. See if I approve of your family. And okay, then, then, okay. And then your membership to Club Random will be processed. Okay, promoted. If you just see Dimitri I get the front, VIP yeah. cabana over there next time. Isn't that cool? You saw the VIP? Yeah, it's so sick. I mean, I got a house, so now I'm all into furniture. and I just love it Can you read what all. that sign says at the bottom? Best friends only. No, below that. Below that, can't see that. the one with glasses. I know, I can't see I can't see, see that either. I can't remember. <laughs> it's something good, though. We'll go over there later, yeah, I later, If later. I can get us get in. Get some binoculars. I don't know like if I can get us in, and it's only bottle service. So. Oh, okay. Love you have, that. Do you have any cash with you? No. No, it's 2022. You don't carry cash? No, no way. Do you? Of course. Well, actually, the only time I carry cash is after I've gone to the strip club with some of my friends, and they give me a wad of money to throw, and I actually keep having it. girls never carry cash? They're always like, somebody will always pay for it. Oh. <laughs> what do I need money for? Have yeah. you seen me? Yeah, <laughs> Someone's totally. going to step I up. I guess and, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Of course. We're supported by Signal Wire. Remember all of those classic sci-fi shows like The Jetsons and Star Trek? They presented a picture of the future where technology would make unprecedented communications experiences possible, like Captain Kirk facing off with Khan from the bridge of the Enterprise. Well, it's 2022, the future is here, but our current tech is a pretty far cry from that idyllic version of what real-time communications could be. That's where SignalWire comes in. SignalWire is an advanced cloud platform for building next-generation communications experiences. Tired of Zoom? So is literally everybody. With SignalWire, you can create your own video communication product with far better audio and video quality that uses less bandwidth and doesn't slow down your users' devices. And with SignalWire, you can completely customize the user experience and integrate it with an existing application or website with ease. Most importantly, you don't have to be Spock to figure it out. Whether you're a developer, product builder, or just someone with a cool idea, SignalWire offers APIs, SDKs, and even copy and paste code snippets to help you make your vision a reality, fast. Visit SignalWire.com random to sign up for a free account and get an additional 5,000 video minutes for testing. Go to SignalWire.com random and build what's next in real-time communications. Go to SignalWire.com random. 
Well, the hot summer months are here and we need to be proactive about keeping our bodies fueled and hydrated. Making personal hydration a priority can help us feel healthier in our everyday lives. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you twice as fast and more efficiently than water alone. Plus, liquid IV products taste great with 10 refreshing flavors like Concord Grape, Lemon Lime, Pina Colada, and Tropical Punch. Liquid IV is perfect first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, and especially after a long night out. What's best about it is the easy packaging and it truly makes you feel better every single day. Liquid IV contains five essential vitamins with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks without all the garbage that's in them. Oh, and here's what's very cool. Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world. For every purchase, they donate a serving to someone in need. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 24 million servings globally. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code RANDOM at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order today using promo code RANDOM at liquidiv.com. I have like three drinks a week. A week. Mm-hmm. That's so, good. Yes. Wait, it's three drinks good. total or three nights that you're drinking? Three drinks. Total? A week. Wow. I say I save my... My drink for, you know, people I really like. So yeah. oh, <laughs> but I it love is true. It. It's I saved my high on alcohol for like when I just a couple of times would really because it's not good for me. Yeah. You know, no. any any you know, people in this country like to have this idea that like poisons in moderate amounts are okay. And then they're always saying, Well, there's not enough in it's like to me, any amount. I don't know, call me crazy, exactly. but any amount of poison, I'm 100%. against. Yeah, and then also... That's why I'm all for getting the sulfates out of wine. Yeah, but also, <laughs> to piggyback off of that, I was learning about all that in COVID, and then I watched a TED Talk about alcohol and the effects on, on you, and it mentioned that red wine is the only alcohol that's neurogenesis neutral. So it's the only alcohol that doesn't kill your brain cells. And I started being like, oh, wow, well, I'll just indulge in some wine, and then I would have crazy hangovers. Then I learned about the sulfate-free wine. But... Gimmick, but still not good. I, I not have, good. I have to throw a little yellow flag on the brain cells thing. I, I don't, but still, it's not a real read, thing, though. Exactly. That goes back to what we were saying. Like, like what do we actually believe? Um, right. I mean, my thing with medicine is always, I look at it, I feel, from a more of a maybe a bird's eye view than what people are like a COVID. They're so, like, focused mono on covid everything is covid instead of the whole picture, and i've yeah. always been interested in health and and my overarching theme is that we are at the infancy of understanding mm-hmm. how the body works and medicine if not they'd have cured cancer and parkinson's and a million other things yeah so so just let's be humble about the fact that we don't know mm-hmm. and this thing that you said about like kills brain cells i've heard that all my life but i also heard all my life things like metabolism slows with age, and they just found out it didn't. So, oh, really? Yeah. So when I hear, like, kills brain cells, I'm like, maybe, and maybe it's one of those that in a but year... But also, so does breathing, what, I mean, What does it mean, kills sometimes. brain cells? I've been, you know, yeah. getting high on one thing or another for a long time. Yeah. And I never forget what I'm saying. I've been high on a lot of things for a long time, and I really? never forget what I'm saying. Like, really? <laughs> like, how high? 
No, not high at all. I mean, I'm not a, too, not, I mean, I'm still, a lightweight yeah. as far I mean, the, I know people who've done so much more. I mean, like so everybody. So much more and are still well, able to perform. I didn't get high on pot say. till I was 19. That's pretty late in the game. That is, is really late good, in the good. game. Good, yeah. Especially yeah. with this day and age. Yeah, and then that was always, you know, I thought more benign than lots of other things. And, you know, everybody has a little flirtation with cocaine, and then you find out how horrible that is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, do, you, you trip sometimes. Mushrooms, I've done mushrooms. But, you know, I'm, Me too. I'm much less of a drug addict than people think. Yeah, yeah. But I'd also, like I, I think that's probably why, like, you're still crushing the game, too. I feel like a lot of people that oh. get, like, a big, you know, moment kind of fall yeah. into that. Oh, finish it. So what, what's your, what's your secret? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what, what is your secret? To what? Like, how have you been able to, like, still kill it after so many years? Clean liquor. Clean I mean, liquor? living. Clean living <laughs> is what I meant to say. Um, oh, I don't know. Um <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. I, I hope I'm killing it. I know I'm killing it for the people who like it. I mean, there's a lot of people who hate me. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that comes with it. Yeah. And uh, they're wrong. But, you know. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I, I think people in general have a bad attitude about age as you're in my age range, 60s, 70s, they have a, a because it's a generally unhealthy co uh, country and people are not in good health to begin with, they do see a lot of decline in that era and they just assume that and like, I'm sure it'll come for me, but like there's literally nothing in my life that I don't basically do the same way because I never fucking grew up. I never got married, had kids. I, you know, I didn't go through those packages. Mm -hmm. Look at me, I'm still... Here in my fucking Love man cave baby. with a hot chick. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, my life hasn't really yeah. changed. And that's mm -hmm. just true of, like, most of the things that I ever did that make me happy, I still do about the same way. Mm -hmm. So, like, it hasn't caught up to me yet. It yeah. will, of course. None of us are immortal. 100%. But people just have a shitty view. They think you're, like, done at 50 almost. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, like... A lot of people are not even getting started. I mean, it takes a long mm -hmm. time to figure lots of shit out, mm -hmm. like women. Yeah. That certainly <laughs> takes a lifetime. Even when I look back, when I think about, like, at 40, I was like, oh, I still had very wrong ideas. <laughs> right. And, you know, and did, look, looking back, as douchey kind of things. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That I would never do today. Right. You know, I'm just Yeah, saying. I know. I kind of view age as a power. I also... I was thinking the other day, and I, I wish instead of how old are you, instead of what level are you on? Like, don't you don't you wish I could be like, yeah. oh, well, I'm on level 30, and I'm on level right. however old you are, because it's like yep. leveling up in a game, and it should be like appreciated and praised. You're right. And also, like, you're never too old or too young to really start. But do you ever think that you would ever get married? <laughs> well, Mom... <laughs> yeah, this is what Ariana Huffington always says. This is the same, for 30 years, I like, Bill, you must get married. You must have children. I'm like, I must not. Yeah, but still, you, like, you know, you can do whatever you want. She loves to tell that story about my mother. My mother, when she was 75, I remember we had a little party. I was living in New York doing my first show, which your parents probably watched. You were probably too young for mm -hmm. that one, politically incorrect. and. That's how I got to know Ariana. And so we had a birthday in New York for my mother. She came in on her 75th birthday. I remember I gave her a diamond pin because 75 diamonds, yeah, you know. Yeah. And Ariana 
starts in a mother <laughs> and like you know Abir, you must encourage him to get married and my mother just went uh and in a nice way I mean, just but just my mother you know she was in world war ii so she wasn't like any someone who took a lot of shit or like yeah. bullshit oh yeah i probably got it from her yeah you know and she just went oh ariana give it up <laughs> give, give it a break exactly oh that's he's funny. not gonna get married and that was back then they yeah Wait, but, and how old were you then? Oh, I was in my 30s. I mean, that was mm -hmm. probably, yeah, that was when I first was on that show. And So did you ever, like, I know for me, like, as a... It's just not right for everybody. No, totally. For a lot of women, I hate to generalize, but I know for myself, like, it's like the, oh, I would love to get married. But now as I'm getting older and I'm meeting men, I'm like, ah, do I really? But did you ever have that, like, feeling well, or desire to? Or were you always like, no, that's just not Yes, me. but I think it was implanted. <laughs> I do like think a it's chip implanted, too. From aliens. And when I say aliens, I mean the, the culture uh, implants this idea that there is, you know, look at movies. There's one soulmate, you know, there's one perfect person. And you're only like, with that person for the rest of your life. I, yeah. well, and also, it's like all the romantic comedies about you have to find, it's like an Easter egg hunt. There's an egg, you know, it's the perfect egg for you. Yeah. And you're going to find it, and then you'll be made whole, you'll complete me, and all that crap, you know. Yeah. And for some people, it can work out. There are people who have wonderful marriages from the beginning to end, I know them. You know, they would be... I know them, but it's so few. But so... Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. Mm -hmm. And now, um, even in my generation, I, I think that the percentage of, you know, divorces are going... Oh, yeah. ...way higher than what they used to be. It's too. just, you know, people used to just be a lot more innocent, basically. Yeah. You know, sexually... A lot less access oh, to a lot of things, too. Less sexually more innocent and less sharing of their personal... Uh, and much more decorum. But also, yeah, they're probably I mean, innocent because they weren't seeing as many stuff. They weren't, like, hearing, like, crazy parties that's going on. That, yeah. Guys wore fucking hats and coat and tie at a baseball game. Yeah, girls are in... A baseball game. <laughs> I mean, they... People just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. so care of themselves. Oh, now it's just the whole country's just a bunch of slovenly slobs, and they, <laughs> they just, they, absolutely. So in, yeah, in the that, girls are in the long corsets, they yes, can't breathe. In that atmosphere, yeah. it's harder to keep a marriage together. I'm not sure why they're directly related, but I think they are. Um, <laughs> so, you, what did your father do? My father, um, well, I grew up with him. Uh, he had a chocolate factory at the time. Wait, I mean, you grew up with him. Well, I grew up while he... He's now doing something different. I meant he... I grew up while he was doing and handling a chocolate factory. So he's pretty much but, like Willy And Wonka. he was with your mother. Your yeah, yeah. They're, they are they're, still they're together. Still together. Uh, always lived in the same house. But yeah, so he was Willy Wonka. Uh, he owns endangered species chocolate. Where was this? Where? Yeah. In Oregon. I grew up in Oregon. Oregon. A really small town. Oh. Um, but yeah, and then uh, a lot of his proceeds went to endangered animals. Um, it was great. He sold the company, and now he's, you know, kind of retiring off of a coffee shop in Burbank. It's called Base Camp. You should go. It's really cool. <laughs> if I'm ever in the need for yes. any kind of... Any kind of coffee, pastry, any, wrap. Any kind of high. <laughs> I'm going to write it down for me. I will go there. Yeah, yeah, you should. Is it, where is it in relation to that... Big, giant, big boy statue. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, it's famous. Yeah. Bob's Big Boy. Yes, yes. Or this, it's is this close. a giant donut? It's close. Mm. I, it's kind of by uh, Dis Disney. 
Studios. Disney. On Riverside. I've heard of them. Yeah, heard of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, yeah, so your it's father me. is Willy Wonka and your mother and is in a world. Yeah, in a world. And so, yes, and they both love you. And they both love me and they love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of have to. Yeah. And what do they think about what, like, you know, this ascent you've been on? And, like, how many millions, zillions of followers do you have? Yeah. How I mean, many? Like, across all platforms? Maybe 70 million? 70 million. I mean, that's like, I always love that term followers because, like, I, it, makes, it always makes me think of Jesus. Because, yeah. like, before social media, who had followers? Guy like him, like yeah. a guy with a with a robe and a stick. Totally, you're the <laughs> first person stick. to make that correlation. That totally makes so much sense. <laughs> and people and literally, people were actually, literally, literally in person following when him. You say, now it's just digitally. <laughs> like, you say followers. Jesus yeah. is like, hey, you know what? I have followers. I mean, these motherfuckers are literally following. <laughs> going down this street, and all I got is a. Yeah, in my hand and this robe. Yeah, okay. That's what a fucking silver tongued devil I am. I got a stick and a robe, and yeah, yeah. (laughs) But um, but yeah, I could ask my dad, uh, like, hey, dad, what do you think I do? He could still. I don't fucking know. I have no idea. I just know you make a lot of money. That's it. And so my dad doesn't really. I mean, he's like a Greek Armenian kind of hard ass. He doesn't really know. Doesn't what do you mean, care. like a Greek Armenian? He's well, he Greek. Is, and... He is, but he's just like like a hard ass. All right, now let let's talk about the Greeks and the Armenians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greeks like Ariana, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, founders of basically Western civilization. Yeah. Certainly, the cu- country fell on hard times for a couple of thousand years after that, but. Still a great people. Great people. So yeah. so warm and you know and they their have ancestors that, are gods. They're what? Death. Ancestors, right? They yeah. were gods? <laughs> well their ancestors believed in gods. Believed in gods, yeah. <laughs> they weren't. I mean Zeus himself, I don't think You think Zeus was, was Greek? Uh Zeus or identifies even, as Greek? Well Zeus is the was a Greek god, you know. Yeah. Was, yeah. So <laughs> uh but like you can like something about Europeans in general, you know, you kind of feel the that they have centuries of knowledge and history behind them. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just a worldliness yeah. that we don't have as Americans. Yeah. You know, informative they, languages. Yeah. Just like people. Again, mm-hmm. like more decades, usually you're a little more savvy. Yeah. About shit. Totally. If you're not, you're you're progressing the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Mentally. Yeah. What's your What's your ethnicity background? I'm a ballerina. Uh, no. <laughs> and an asparagus. <laughs> um, you're good because you always turn it back. <laughs> and that's, well, I'm no, genuinely and, curious. I know, and that's really a great quality. I mean, when people say something's, someone's charming, what they really mean is they were interested in me. Mm-hmm. Everybody <laughs> you know, loves talking about themselves. You know who's a bore? Someone who talks about themselves all, all the time. All the time, yeah. But someone who says, and what about you? Yeah, but that, that's what, what makes it interesting. You're though. like, mm, this person's yeah. <laughs> charming as fuck. Like, wow. But so, yeah, it, I'll talk about myself all because, day. Because, like, and I feel like with you, it comes from a genuine place. So it just makes me think, oh, well, this is a, this is a mensch. This is a decent person because they're not just about you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so let me tell you about. So let me tell you about me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to me. Yes. Yes. No, I'm kidding. Um, so I'm from two peoples who got their independence in the 20th century. Two peoples who are both very poetic and were very, uh, you know, had rough histories. The Jews and the Irish. My father is, uh, was Irish Catholic, you know, of the kind of Irish that came to America in the 19th century. They had a potato famine and, you know, a lot of Irish came. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of me. There's a lot of people who, I've, I've met many guys who are like, people say I look like you, and I'm like, yeah, you're, you're one of us. Right, right, just right. Just a little yeah. club of <laughs> this, this Irish point. mug, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, so I was raised Catholic, um, unfortunately. My mother is like, I think, Hungarian, you know, Eastern European, Jewish by heritage, but I never even knew she was a Jew till I was 13. What? Yeah. How? They just, because they just, mom didn't go to church. My sister and my father and I went to church and we, my sister and I went to catechism and I was so scared. And when you, whatever you do with a kid, they think it's whatever is normal. I never even questioned, mom just doesn't go. Mm -hmm. I never thought about it. I had, I had other things on my mind. Like I fucking hate these nuns. They scare the shit out of me. That's what I had on my mind. Yeah. And so. You didn't know anything different either. I mean, it just kind of came up. Christmas one year yeah. when I was 13, I remember. Really? I was kind of shocked, yeah. And then I put it together because, like, her side of the family, but again, they weren't, like, religious Jews. I've never been in a temple. My mother's never been in a temple, to my knowledge. They we're just culturally, mm-hmm. you know? And that's really the best part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't need the uh, hair things that come down and the no, fuzzy yeah. hats in yeah, the summer. Totally. And, you know, I mean, you don't need this. Thing. You know, I mean, it's a, I'm sure. Dreidel, yeah. Dreidel, Chicago, what a good reference. I'll give you a pound on that. Yeah. Dreidel. Now, how do you know about dreidels? Well, I, my I, neighbor's I, Jewish. I barely know about dreidels. Yeah, well, my, my neighbor's Jewish, and I go to their Shabbat every Friday. Really? See, yeah. I've never been to that religious ceremonies. Yeah. I had a bad experience with the Catholics. Mm. Not, as, not as bad as many. Oh, okay. I mean, I was never molested. Right. And I'm yeah. insulted by it. No. <laughs> um, no, that that's interesting that you found out about being part Jewish when you were 13. Because mm. I actually found out that I still had living family when I was about, like, 18 years old. What do you old? mean living family? Oh, that you never met? That I never knew of, yeah. So my dad was adopted. Like, oh, really? Yeah. And um, apparently... Apparently, this is the word on the street in my family is that my my Greek family was in the Grecian Mafia, so they were actually in prison for life. Then I went on Facebook, and then I found my long-lost cousin. Hmm. It's insane. So I have, like, a whole big family now that I just found. There's a Greek Mafia? Yeah. I guess there's everybody's Mafia. Yeah, I think there's... They must not be very good, because they're never in movies. Yeah. I mean, like, it's. <laughs> they must be a really uh, yeah. second rate mafia. I mean, if you're going to look for a mafia. They are it, never in movies. No, it's, it's, always, so, it's, it's always the Russians. Russians or other, other Eastern Europeans. Yeah. Like, and yeah. take in their Serbians and. 
those <laughs> not to characterize, but no, it's like so funny those you kind. Say that. I yes, never thought of Eastern that. European mafias are scary. Yeah, I I have only the highest respect. Yeah, <laughs> let, oh, me, yep. let me say that on the public record yeah. for the Eastern European mafias, yeah. <laughs> only the highest respect. They're they're a fine mafia. Yeah, the uh, highest respect. But the Greek, I never heard of them. Um, yeah, Greek, I heard of them when I found out about it all. And the Armenian side now. Mm-hmm. That's like, I know I don't look like it, but you could tell if you saw my leg hair if I didn't shave it. See? Now that's your version of Scratch Your Father's Ball. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to see that. Think about really? that. Sure. I have a picture of my legs mid-quarantine. I take your word for it. Okay. <laughs> we are supported by Wine Enthusiast. In Greek mythology, Dionysus, son of Zeus and his mistress, invented wine while living on an ancient mountain with hundreds of nymphs. He had to because all those nymphs did was talk his ear off. But even the Greeks knew that summer is the time for sharing a nice glass of wine with friends. And whether you're living on a mountain with a bunch of nymphs or just hanging with friends, the summer heat and sunlight can spoil your wine and your good times if it's not properly stored. So now it's the time to get those bottles out of boxes or off your countertops and protect them with a wine fridge from Wine Enthusiast. Wine Enthusiast designs and offers the largest selection of wine coolers for every drinker, every budget and every size collection, from six to 600 bottles. Plus, expert wine storage consultants are available by phone to help you find the right fit for all your needs. Wine Enthusiast is the premier destination for the wine lifestyle, offering an incredible selection of unique wine accessories, glassware, furniture, wine storage, gifts, and more. I love Wine Enthusiasts, and I'm not just saying that because they sent some amazing custom club random glassware for me and my guests to use. Visit WineEnthusiast.com or text the code RANDOM to 511-511 to check out all of Wine Enthusiasts' summer savings. Text RANDOM to 511-511. Text RANDOM to 511-511 today. Certain exclusions may apply. You may receive up to one additional text. Text fees may apply. Text STOP to opt out. Did you know HBO Max had podcasts? <laughs> I'm on my podcast talking about the podcasts on my network. This must be what the metaverse feels like. Now go even deeper inside your favorite shows with audio companions to some of the most groundbreaking and award-winning shows on television. Listen to HBO Max's new companion podcast for the original series, The Staircase. Each episode, host Nancy Miller sits down with cast and crew, including actors T Colin Firth and Tony Collette, as well as experts to help unpack the science, history, and psychology behind the Michael Peterson case. Stream new episodes of The Staircase on HBO Max and subscribe to The Staircase Podcast on all major podcast platforms. How would you characterize the difference between a life presented on Instagram, typically, and that life in reality? In reality, um, I guess it kind of varies. If you're talking about influencers or creators, it kind of varies on what kind of creating they're doing or if they're really open because there's a lot of people that are really open about their own struggles and mental struggles and family struggles and things that they're actually go going through and they present it and they let people know like their mental health what's going on with them so people can relate to them or there's other categories of people who just flex their bags and vacations right. and then there's other people who just do comedy bits just to bring happiness to right. already such a negative world. Right. Um, 
So I, I think I would fall in the the category of bringing, you know, a positive light to Yeah, I don't mean the pros. Already- I'm, I'm talking about just the regular jabonis who are like, who are on it and are like fronting. Yeah, Like I know. presenting a... Oh, and then, and then, so it's kind of like Beyonce's, like, Sasha Fierce. Like, they, like, present some, you know, new character whenever the camera's on, are you saying? I think so. I mean, like, you, I'm asking you, because this is why I love talking to people your age, because I need to legitimately find these things out. Yeah, (laughs) so, yeah, let me, I'll tell you. So I'm interested in the uh, finding out, like, because my impression is that a lot of it is just people, um... Yes, presenting, it's not like they're lying about life too much, but filters, angles, choosing to just show the moments where you're doing great. Mm-hmm. It seems to be a lot about wanting very badly to have everyone else who's following me think everything's going great. Mm-hmm. Either that or like <laughs> endless sob stories about your, you know, your mental problems. Right, right, right. But let's just take that other category. The, yeah, the, no, they're, the type I mean, who want to present this idea, this facade this, that's not true, and then they try to make it relatable to their followers, and then their followers the one, are still going through puberty, and I, they're just like, but why, "How can I achieve this?" Here's my deep, and it's impossible. deep, deep question for this to you: Why is it important? Why it is? Why is it important that other people think you're doing great? Why is that so? It so should, shouldn't be so important. I think that is definitely a topic within social media because social media is so huge. But I feel like that's also been a topic for before social media, too. I remember before social media, I was always, you know, going to middle school dressed up, pretending everything's fine. <laughs> you were doing this? Yeah, I was. And I was wearing my cool <laughs> outfit and, like, pretending I wasn't just crying on the way here. <laughs> so I'm always, like, I feel right. like humans always try to present their best selves. Yeah, right. No matter what, that's but it's so, just that's, easily. That's so true. But it's more easily was, able yeah. to see on Exactly. Like I said about the phone, it makes you, it, it it's not like you're not an asshole to begin with. It just yeah. takes your asshole qualities and exacerbates them. You're 100%. totally, you're totally right. People yes. were always fronting. Always. People were always trying to. You just couldn't do it if you had to go to high school every day. People would see you all day. Yeah. <laughs> you know you can't fake that. Yeah. But you can with a picture. Yeah. It, okay. I mean, I mean, there are there are a lot of people that. Um, and, and often, a lot of times, I'm guilty of it too. Where it's like, oh, okay, cool, the camera's on. Like somebody's doing a story. Yeah, oh, we're having so much fun. Yeah, oh, she's so funny. She said this. Cut. And then we immediately just go back to like chilling. So it is like, it's just such yeah. an interesting you know, dynamic of how you kind of you're getting turn on. your training as a communicator. In a different era of technology than I did when I came up and other people have. But it's the same basic thing. The technology changes. What they will never have too much of is good content. Mm-hmm. There's more content. It's, yeah. it's flooded with it. But It's insane you know, how but, flooded it is. Yes. It's that marathon I was talking about. Yeah. You yeah, got a marathon exactly. too. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, a lot of other people will be puking on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. But I think when, you know, you're going to advance in your career 
through different media the way, you know, like you see singers do it. Like they're, they're a teen sensation. And then, you know, Lady Gaga now is, she's 30 or something. It's more like for people that age. You yeah. grow with your audience, mm -hmm. you know? Is that what happened with you? Like, did I, I'm wondering, like, genuinely, like, did you have a, ever have a moment, and I know it never stopped you, but did you ever ever have a moment where you were, like, puking on the side of the road, like, not doing well? Of course. Block? All like, of it. Until, how, how did you get over it? Like, tell what, me about it. I mean, you never did? Like, wow, you're lucky. It went right from... You well, never no, had. trust me, I go through creative blocks. I go through, like to take a month off, this is rough. Like, I go no, but like when you were 23, were you doing this? And That's when did I, it go well right it. from the beginning? Well, yeah, so, <laughs> okay, yeah, switch gears. So how I started was, it was interesting. It was, um, I was doing my uh, pre-med degree and my family, while I was in college in the Bay Area, they moved from Oregon to LA. And so, any spring break, summer break, winter break, I couldn't go back to where I was from, so I would go back to L.A. and had no friends. It was just my parents and my pets. And then I also played volleyball in college, so oftentimes I was always at the gym working out for volleyball. And, and I mean, in the middle of Hollywood, 24-hour fitness, it's just a meat market. I can't meet friends that way. It's always guys like... <laughs> You know, it's just like, let me work. I'm in the middle of a... Really? Know, That's, so, that really so happens? Gross. Yeah, like that exact thing. It's just somebody... take your earphones out. Number. It's yeah, but it's not just once. It's I go to a workout twenty times. It's it's insane. They're so, starting to treat reality almost like it's Tinder, right? It's, it's like even worse. It's worse than it's ever been. It's worse than it's ever been. Is it's the title insane. of this the segment. the cat call? It, You're it's, right. Yeah, it's worse than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, like. I always love to Who hear... Who raised you? Yeah. <laughs> I, by the way, I do... I, it always amuses me to hear attractive women talk about, like, episodes of guys hitting on them. We can do another episode of it, this, Phil. <laughs> I'll talk an hour straight it's, about it's it. It's just... It's endless comedy. Yeah. And it is comedy, too. Like, how guys it's, think that this would definitely work. <laughs> but the things they say are absolutely absurd. But back with... I was saying is I was at the gym. A guy was with his girlfriend, so green flag. They come up to me. They say something funny. I say something funny back. I forget what it was. And they say, hey, um, you're funny. You should come out with Vine with us tomorrow. And Vine, uh, it's RIP Vine, but uh, it's yeah, non-existent now. I remember Vine. Yeah, so um, it was six-second videos. Yep. And um, I too thought long, that was just so I felt. <laughs> too long. Right? I, feel, I was like, please, I'm a busy man. <laughs> Six second videos. What you, you think I'm just sitting right. around in my underwear eating Cheetos all day with nothing to right. do? Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I just thought Vine was cat videos on the fly. I didn't understand that people actually scheduled to Vine. So how I got into it was. Oh, cool friends other than my parents and pets. And so <laughs> I vined with them and they shot a few vines. I kind of saw how they did it, saw the ideas they did. Then I came up with some concept. It was nine years ago. It's one of those relatable ones. Guys checking out girls versus girls checking right. out guys. Facebook. So the girl. That's how Facebook started. Yeah. And so the girl, you know, is like, sees the guy walk by. They're like, oh, he's so cute. And then the girl walks by. The guys are like, 
damn, Shorty's fine, and jumps on my back. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and like really aggressive uh, with it, like what we were saying. And then um, through that video, it actually went viral, and I got 100,000 mm. followers in one day. And then... Top that, Jesus. Yeah, top that. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, my friend was like, hey, you have a fan base now. You owe it to your fans to come out with more content. We're finding tomorrow. So you built on your... Uh, Sharp, come with three ideas. Brilliant. You built on your base and you built 100,000. I built 100,000, but I was still like, great. Um, this is... At least I can just have friends. I never knew this would be something well, I could generate revenue from. And so that's why I continue to go to college. That's why I graduated. I was taking a year off. I never fully understand, like, all of this because, A, I'm not that interested in, like, <laughs> Well, yeah, it's, it's already, like, media. such a beast, and but, you're already such a beast in no, your no, no, field. It's not, it's not that. It's just that, like, something has to come to me, and when I saw you on attention, that's when you came to me. Oh. <laughs> like, like, like an angel from above. <laughs> And I was like, oh, wow, this is very smart. And I'm telling you, and, you know, you're 30 now. And you could be, like, hosting the CBS Evening News when you're 40 or 40. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm saying you're going to graduate to other things in media um, because, you know, you're smart. You know, you, you, you can handle it. Yeah. Um, it's great. So after you were a stand-up comic, <laughs> like, when did you... And you have that natural instinct, <laughs> that interviewer's instinct to go right I was, back. I really was. Like, what was your process after you broke out of stand or did the stand up comedy oh, did well, interviews? Like, when we first were, when we all first started at the clubs in New York in the early 80s, we wanted to get on a sitcom. That was the big thing. And many of us did. I did. Jerry Seinfeld did. Everybody wanted that. Was it. You were a comedian. You did. Uh, Johnny Carson, and then they saw you on Johnny Carson, they put you on a sitcom like Roseanne and Freddie Prinze and all these people, and uh, Robin Williams, and then you became a big star from being on a sitcom. That's mm -hmm. what was in our mind when, yeah. when I was 23. Mm -hmm. Then that changed over the time, you know, and then I did sitcoms, and I was like, no, this is not what I'm really cut out to do. So then there was a little period like where I was really wandering in the wilderness, you know, like I had done sitcoms and thought I was going to be like a, you know, that sitcom funny guy actor. And it's like, no. And then, you know, show business is always partly luck. You know, Comedy Central was a new network. They needed a show and I had a good idea for a show. And then that's really, but I was always meant to do what I'm Wait, doing. So I mean, it, it was a waste of me as an actor because I'm not that great an actor. And I'm much better at this, and it's much more unique. And, the, you know, the, I mean, they, they could get another guy to play the office creep. Yeah. I was in TV Guide once on my first sitcom, <laughs> and it was like the show was premiering, and they had the four characters. Gina Davis was the lead, um, became a big star. Alfred Woodard, Bronson Pinchot, and a little thing under each of our to tell the audience who we were. And it, under my name, it said the office creep, because that was the character. And it was good because that, that that was the funny one. The other ones, yeah. they didn't give the other ones that funny lines. Oh, they were just the normal. Office yeah, they creep. were normal people, and I was the office creep. No, now, my Bill Maher was the office. Yeah, you can creep. look it up. You can. That's you, so funny. You can Google YouTube it. <laughs> I will, and I will when I get home. Get out your magic light box. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, have, Wait, your, so, you have, have your magic light box with you? I'm sorry, I don't even know what is a magic. That's your phone. Oh, that's magic I, light box. That's what box. I call the phone. 
Okay, got you. Oh, it is. See, it's right there. You would never leave yeah, it. Yeah, it's right here. I lose everything except my phone. Um, you don't call it the magic light box? No. <laughs> okay, wait. So okay. what was the show you pitched to Comedy Central? Was it the show? Politically Incorrect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. So, yeah, there was some years there where it was, like, tough because I was done with one form of my, you know, as a snake sheds its skin. Not that I'm a snake. Uh, a caterpillar. Let's pick something nicer. Yeah, I became yeah. a butterfly. Whatever. But, yeah. like, there was a time. And that, that happens in many careers, you know, where you have a down point before you come back up. Mm -hmm. Even Frank Sinatra who was the biggest star in the world as a singer in the 40s, couldn't get arrested in 1950. And then he had a comeback. Mm -hmm. You know, that's part of the plot of The Godfather. Yeah. You know, they got him the part in the movie, you know. Right. And um, so... Okay, so some... in, that, in that downfall of yours, that's when you did well, the show with... It was good that I... It's, it was good that I did not... It's good that I did not get on a sitcom that was a hit, because then I would have been the office creep for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. And maybe the audience would not have accepted me as, you know, something which, you know, is more like, well, not more like, it's exactly what I think. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and who I am. Right. I mean, my whole... But, like, your ability to evolve is what made you... Well, my whole... You are today. And also, any successful person really always evolves in what they do. I hope. I mean, my whole... Career and mindset has been from the beginning. The thing I really wanted to do is to get on camera for the audience exactly what talking to me is like in reality. Mm -hmm. Because most of TV is just sickeningly fake. Yeah. You just want to gag. Mm -hmm. I do. I can't stand it. Yeah. <laughs> and I get as pretty close on politically incorrect and then real time. You know, and that's, but like, I can't get closer than this. Yeah. <laughs> Me getting drunk at my own house. I can't. I love I, it. I, I love it. I cannot get closer. Yeah. I, I, it's been a lifelong struggle to get to this exact moment. I um, love that for you. Okay, I so do. you like, so tequila is your favorite. Did you ever like, <laughs> is it your favorite? Yes. Nice. Me too. Hard alcohol, that's my favorite too. So, um, wait, So what, sorry. how much, but you seem like you're very much into health. I mean, yes. you, you look like you are because I mean, you look very healthy. In COVID, I got like kind of, you know, I got into health and wellness. And Good. so I'm doing, I'm like following what the health and wellness community is doing. I'm doing exactly what the you CMOS, should have done. the right. Mountain Valley water. The best way everybody could have protected themselves from having a bad result with COVID was by getting in better health to in begin better health, with. better health, better shape. When you're in good health to begin with. And better mindset, too. Well, mindset is part of your health. And uh, Very much so. I was learning, I didn't even know this. I wasn't even taught in school that how, well, I, I learned in college, but, you know, I just, I had no idea the negative effects that stress has on your body, too. Which is just so insane oh, to uh, me. It, it, oh, it, and so it you can know, kill the, you. yeah, absolutely, it could cause autoimmune diseases. I mean, we're cancer. not. We, of course, well, n it. I mean, you know, medicine is such a complex amalgam of factors like stress, but also toxic pollutants that are around us, which are in everything. 
It's in the food. It's what you eat. But yes, it's in perfume. Yeah, scented it's in candles. furniture. Yeah. I mean, we live in that kind of world. Mm -hmm. And then there's factors we're not sure of. I mean, electromagnetic energy. I'm not sure the phone is great having all that. Oh, that's all that I electromagnetic this, energy. This thing I put yeah. on my phone. It's supposed to like block it's, the EMFs. You know what? That's called. I don't an, know. That's called an amulet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little thing you wear on your on your neck to ward off evil, but it has no actual I know, effect. But I'm trying, I know. Bill. I know. But that's what a lot of masking was during the, not all, some, yeah. masking, some masking was totally appropriate, but some of it was just an amulet. No, yeah. This is yeah. going to ward off this evil. And it's like, you know what? So are you, right. are you like dairy free or gluten free or did Definitely, you change your diet? Well, gluten, I'm not sure. <laughs> that again, may be one of those things that um, started in a book club. Yeah, or just uh, I, I mean, it, it's yeah. a real thing. I just don't think it, it affects, like, nearly the numbers. It's just one of those things that liberals, boy, when they want <laughs> to jump on a... Excuse me, <laughs> I had the crabs for dinner. No, that was that was the chair. Um, <laughs> I, when they want to jump on some shit. Oh, they do. But, yeah. like, the basically, it's bigger than gluten. I don't eat bread. Oh, you don't? Bread is not good for you. I'm sure, I hope we don't have a bread sponsor for this show, but I don't think so. <laughs> but, I mean, at least that's what I think. You know what? Yeah. I'm not dispensing medical advice. Don't fucking flip your wigs, even though a lot of what I said, comedian, was more right than what the fucking, you know, official people said. I said right from the beginning, stress, sugar, sleep, the three S's. Mm -hmm. There's a bug going around. Eat, Stop eating sugar, get enough sleep, don't stress. Mm -hmm. They did exact opposite. Locked themselves inside and overate. And then stressed, stayed up all night looking at the phone. Stressed their minds out Absolutely. about something that was, yes, a real thing and could be a dangerous thing, but was but hyperventilating was, was not necessary right. for most people. Yeah, and traveling no sun, to Utah in like, the middle of the... Lack of vitamin D. Huge. Huge. You know... One of the other things I said from the beginning, vitamin D, and now I just saw there was a study that says, yes, most of the people who've been dying from this COVID have been, have been lacking in vitamin D. Have you also It's not heard? rocket science. It's right. not like I, I'm a genius scientist who made that up. I know doctors and I read stuff and it's like obvious. Right. Vitamin D is key and we're, we're depriving ourselves of it with this... Yeah, I actually, I recently did um, like a breath test and a blood test just to see my levels. And I'm like severely deficient in vitamin D. And I also heard about this other study. I'm not sure if it's true or not. But there's this doctor that was talking about how um, a lot of people aren't able to process vitamin D from the sun. And so they actually have to take supplements. Right, but you need the sun to convert it. That's it. And the sun yeah. is not the enemy. People have these, they demonize things in medicine these days. You know, Skin it's like, cancer. Well, it can give you. Yes, of it course, can, anything yes. you, you can over, you can kill yourself drinking too much water. But, you know, basically, you need some sun. And mm -hmm. the sun is not horrible for you. And maybe some of the stuff that's in sunblock is not great for you. Oh, I think yeah. I saw that study recently. Again, one of those As like, what else don't you know? What else did you get wrong? Right. Stop looking at me with the white coat and the stethoscope like, when have we ever been wrong? A lot. All, like, Just have some fucking everything. humility about exactly. it. Exactly. It's always been God, trial and damn error. Damn it, you have right? me yelling again. <laughs> All right, I have to... <laughs> 
This was more fun this than was a battle so of great, monkeys. This was so great, Bill. I love talking we, with um, you. We could I go on for hours. I, but. We could. You know, when I like a millennial, I really like millennials. Aww, I do. Yeah. Not the majority of them, but like the good ones. Like the third that they come to my shows and I, like, I know they're good ones because they know this isn't a safe space. <laughs> but when, when they're not pussies, they're great. Yeah. Right. You're not a pussy either and I respect <laughs> you, Bill. <laughs>